0: Mental health and fitness, here's another unique episode wherein I'll be having the founder of Healing Myths, Cleveland Hughes. Cleveland is a mentor, trainer, and boxing coach who firmly believes that keeping a healthy lifestyle is preserving someone's overall health, mind, body, and soul. Hi neighbor, my name is Mackie and this is the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. Season 2 See to you too bro um welcome to the progress neighborhood podcast by the way yeah thank you for accepting my invite on this uh venture of mine it's been like it's been two years since i started podcasting uh just to you know share my my creative uh journey to others who wanted to technically start their own you know creative career um yeah so how are you today, man? I'm doing great. How are you? Yeah, we're, I'm doing great as well. Yeah, how's is, how's is the COVID situation back? You you were in Chicago, right? No. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. We're in Chicago. Um, uh, what part? It's it's uh, Chicago is
1: huge. Uh, I'm on mm. the north side of Chicago.
0: Mm. Cause uh, yeah. I remember uh, when we were in Chicago, we stayed in a uh, relative in Skokie.
1: Yeah. That's, that's not that far from where I'm at.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah. And far. then you are a fitness coach. You do fitness for a living. You do boxing for a living.
1: Yeah. Mostly. I mean, some people would call me a fitness coach, but I don't really do like, I don't do like traditional exercise programs. I just do boxing coaching with people.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then um, you do, you do speaking on the side. Cause, uh, I remember your profile, um you do self help how to's and all all that well, I do that um I do that with my boxing training
2: mhm, oh,
1: so there's a lot of yeah there yeah, so I use boxing to help people fight you know like mental mental illness, like you know depression, anxiety, stress, that kind of stuff,
0: well. Cleveland, can you, can you tell us more about your career? What do you do? Uh, what is it like to be on uh, a life of someone like you?
1: Oh, well, I mean, my life is driven by passion. Um, I spend a lot of time working, a lot of early, a lot of early mornings, a lot of late nights, a lot of naps in the middle of the day. Um, but Uh, it's it's all in the pursuit of helping people live better lives than you know they were previously living before they met me I just kind of I really help people gain their confidence and um, learn to regulate their emotions through the sport of boxing through Mm -hmm. coaching Mm -hmm. so like it's it's there's a lot of people that need help so um, yeah so I'm I'm very busy doing this but it's 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 a really great it's really great.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, how how old are you when you started getting into boxing or something?
1: Uh, I was a little bit it was a little bit after my nineteenth birthday.
0: Mm-hmm. And so, w- what what made you like um, start uh, doing boxing? Because I remember uh, I was. I was i was 13 when i started um training Brazilian jiu-jitsu because that was the time wherein um ufc is in on its younger young young stage so mm-hmm. uh i've been seeing um back then it was ken shamrock's era in the mm-hmm. in the ufc stage of course the great uh Hois Gracie and um it it so happened that um, there's a gym in my school that offers Gracie Baja uh, Jiu Jitsu. So I started um, doing Jiu Jitsu when I was 13 and probably um, doing also other sports uh, like basketball and football on the other side. So by the time I get to the age of 19, I got my um, blue belt. So That's a long span, right? So what made Mm -hmm. you, what made you, Uh, um decide that boxing is my place uh in this world or something or this is this is what I wanted to do moving forward or in the years to come or I want to help people through boxing
1: yeah um it all happened because um after high school like a, like i played basketball and i played football and i was kind of a smaller guy and after high school i just really didn't have any sort of outlet to you know get me moving so i kind of fell into a depression and uh in that depression i knew something was terribly wrong like i just knew something was wrong so i decided i decided to go to therapy I decided i needed to see a therapist and um, when I went to therapy, the therapist noticed that, you know, I was really uh, excited about sports and playing sports and, you know, being in sports and being competitive. But, you know, I had, you know, I was kind of a smaller guy, so I wasn't really going to play like college sports or professional sports. Um, not not in the sports that I liked, not in basketball or football I wasn't big enough for those two things. I mean, obviously, there are people that do that that are smaller, but I, I wasn't yeah. that kind of athlete. Um, And, you know, the therapist said, you know, that there's this sport, you know, boxing and there's weight classes, you know, and, you know, you, you can get in there and you could, you know, be the same size athlete and go in there and, and do your thing. And so Mm -hmm. I, I gave it a shot. And what happened when I got there was tremendous. It changed my whole, it changed my whole being. Mm-hmm. and you know and and I can't say that it was the first day that I went to the gym that I decided that this was going to be the thing I'd be doing for the rest of my life or for you know to this point um but you know it was a, it was a few months in that I really started to feel like a different person mm-hmm. and once I recognized that I knew that that I wanted to take up a career in uh, boxing and fitness
0: Hmm. Uh, have you have you experienced a little bit of setbacks, if you may put it that way? Because uh, I remember uh, transitioning in my my experience as a as a as, um, similar to you as a martial artist. Um, there are some points in my jujitsu career wherein I technically question myself: Is this the right sport for me? Is this what I wanted to do? Uh, let's say as a hobby or um, do I want, do I really want to compete or something? Have you ever doubt yourself that you would prosper in boxing?
1: Um, Um, Yeah. I mean, uh, there's always doubts, especially in sport like boxing, you know, because, you know, a good sparring, a good day of sparring will make you question, do I really want to do this or not? Yeah.
2: Um,
1: But the direction that I took my career in, I took the less dangerous route, you know, I didn't become a professional fighter, I became a, pro- a professional trainer. And, you know, um, I mean, I always, there's always doubts, like, you know, to, to to stand here, and to tell you that I'm 100% confident all the time that this is always going to work out for me, especially during, um, you know, 2020 and COVID-19. Um, but, you know, I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Even if there is a setback, I'm 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 not willing to give this up for anything. This is what I'm gonna be doing. Um until until I feel any different, but I haven't felt any different in the last <clears throat> in the last twelve years. So I don't think that's gonna change. I think I'm just keep feeling the way mm-hmm. that I feel and I'm gonna be working as a boxing coach.
0: Mm. Yo, so Cleveland, I'm just I'm just a bit curious, right? uh how do you cope uh like well people like you uh like boxing trainers or fitness trainers or let's say let's just say let, let's just stay with boxing right so uh how does a um your typical boxing coach cope with the challenges that this global pandemic has technically brought into the society
1: um yeah it's I think that it's really hard, especially for us boxing coaches, um, just because if we're ever in a situation where we're not able to be face-to-face with our clients, that makes things very difficult. Um, But the way that I've coached is just by continuing to work out and continuing to read and write and... Uh, process all the emotions that come along with you know isolation and all the other things that are going on Mm -hmm. um yeah so I mean basically just doing my best to stay healthy working out and staying busy and you know staying focused that's how I've been coping
0: Mm. so uh also I'm I'm also curious since um this is the first time that I'll be doing a one-on-one interview with someone who is coaching for boxing or into the boxing industry um uh do you do you guys uh need to you know compete professionally or get certificates somewhere so that you could teach or can, you could coach because um in jiu-jitsu if uh, i don't know if you're familiar with it um you have to be like a certified purple belt or brown belt in order for you to you know teach and of course, you have to gain your black belt in order for you to start your own school. Is it the same with, with boxing that um, you have to have this certain level of credibility uh, in your under your belt uh, for you to start uh, the boxing business as a business or as passion or something like that, just in the box, boxing industry?
1: Well, you know... The thing is, is about, you know, in, in the U S um, the thing about the fitness industry is it's very unregulated. So there are tons of people out there that um call themselves boxing coaches. Um, mm-hmm. And that's, that's okay. Um, there's no really regulations. We have, we have a few different certifications and things that you can do in order to, you know, be a, you know, like a USA boxing coach or to get a professional boxing coach's license. Um, But that, that is more specific to the competition side of boxing. And as a boxing coach, um, I work with people in the arena, like I work with people that want to compete in boxing, and also work with, you know, the everyday individual. Um, But the thing is, is that If the person that you're trying to coach knows anything about boxing, then yes, you need some sort of experience and credibility because you got to know enough to be able to teach somebody that knows something. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it's more so a, it's more of an experience thing than it is like a licensure or um, certification kind of thing. It's more of an experience thing
0: okay great now now i know it's good to know actually because i've been always wondering because um here here in manila uh, although uh in the place we where me and my brother grew up in ireland um there's something like a government certification that you need to have in order for you to open your own gym to mm-hmm. to operate your own fitness uh coaching sessions and all but here in manila philippines it's not th- it's technically nothing you ha- you just have to uh get your own place and then register your business and then pay some taxes and all and then have a ring and then who knows right yeah yeah so same uh, it's the same hmm, and, um uh with With that being said, that uh, we're in the premise of doing business in 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 boxing or something. how do you uh, in your perspective, how how does one start if they could if they wanted to start right? How, how does one start um, a business in the boxing industry?
1: Yeah, um I guess I could tell you a little bit how I got started. Like when I was work, you know, when I was working out at the gym, you know, I was always I was always there and um I was always, you know, I was a real big fan of my coach. My coach was a really great guy and he took really good care of me and I always asked I always had a lot of questions. And the way I got started is I just used to help around, help out around the gym.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, you know, I was doing things like giving guys water and tying shoe, tying people's shoes you know, in between rounds because their shoes came undone, but you're wearing boxing gloves and you can't, you can't tie your shoes. Yeah. So that's how I got started. Just, just by, just by, uh, being around the sport and practicing and learning. Now, um, for somebody that has already gone through the process of learning boxing and they want to share with other people, it's, you know, nowadays it's pretty simple to do something like that. You know, um, you can create an Instagram account and start posting videos, Yeah. you know, find some, find some people to train, you know, and, um, see if you can you know like what i would tell you to do is do a boxing transformation go and you know get somebody make a video of them you know day one making another video of them 30 days in make another video 60 days 90 days and up to 120 and if you can show them you know if you can show people that you can teach them the sport of boxing and help them get better then you know more people will want to come to you of course with all the other legal all the legal things you need to do Purchasing insurance, having a business license, and all those other things. Make sure you do those uh, to make your to keep yourself protected and reg, you know within regulations and law. But um, you know it's it's not very hard nowadays to start a business like this, is because it's a it's a skill that a lot of people don't have.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so that makes sense. Actually, that last statement makes sense. The the certain skill that uh, a lot a lot of people don't have, right? So uh you talked about transformation um earlier and i was like um it it just technically popped in my head uh that uh how, how in in your perspective what are the main pointers as a boxing coach or as a fitness coach or let's just say boxing coach um that could help you know um maintain a healthy mental uh health lifestyle or something because uh i've seen people doing martial arts uh because in my gym uh, i remember that i have like out of 10 let's say a rate of 4 out of 10 who, who are currently experiencing depression or so much stress they're over over stressed um they they needed anger management, but they can afford one. That's why they're in the gym doing jiu-jitsu and all, just to, you know, suffice the need of um the need of if you can put it as medication on what they're currently experiencing. So as a boxing coach, uh can you give me at least like three to five um pointers on how boxing uh could technically um help you your mental health get better or something
1: yeah okay so the the problem I I think a lot of the problem that a lot of people have is is that especially when it comes to stress anxiety and depression they have a problem being in the moment Mm -hmm. right so my my first one would be you know being in the moment so if you're a boxer and you're boxing um, the best thing about boxing is it's really hard to think about anything else while boxing because it's so technical. There's so many things that you need to focus on. Right. So being in the moment, that's one thing I would say. Um, also, I would say, you know, breath control, learning to control your breathing, you know, taking deep breaths in, such, in stressful situations. So you don't uh, become, you know, uh, disoriented yeah panic attacks or something right panic attack disoriented (laughs) just slowing the breath down um um, number three would be expressing yourself um don't hold your don't hold your emotion uh, because emotions become ugly when you hold them in you need to express yourself uh, and find a healthy way to express yourself whether it be through writing just talking uh it could be Anger management through boxing, hitting something physically, hitting something.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: Um, that one. Uh, the fourth thing that I would say, or maybe was that was that two or three.
0: Uh, it's the third thing. Yeah, we're we're thing. on the fourth. We're on the fourth. All right.
1: So the the fourth thing I would do I, I would uh, recommend to people is sleep. hmm Sleep. Get get enough sleep. Yeah. Um. Uh, there's a huge percentage, and I don't know the exact numbers. There's a huge percentage of people. Um experiencing mental health issues um, that also have sleep problems as well. Mm-hmm. So, if you're having a trouble sleeping, you need to figure out your sleeping part. You go see a doctor and get your sleep set up really well. And then last the, one. the last one, last one would probably be somewhere along the lines of smile and be a kind person, you know? Um, oh, that's nice. You know, just be <laughs> yeah. you know, and I think when I think when you're when you smile and you're kind, um, you get a lot of smiles and kindness back and mm-hmm. that that ultimately will help you in your journey of life.
0: Yeah, like keeping the positivity vibe going, right? right? Yes. Mm-hmm. Okay, now that we're done with the deep part, um, I'm down on the last um, question that I have right now. Um, uh, what are your tips, uh, especially nowadays that um a lot of people are technically cooped up in their homes doing quarantine and things like that. Um, they can't even go out. Oh well in, here in the Philippines you can you can technically go out, man. I mean you mm-hmm. you need to have face masks, face shields, and a couple of tests in some areas so mm-hmm. that you could you can room around, but um dining out is not yet feasible not yet possible Mm -hmm. going to parks are not yet possible even the gyms are even closed right now uh so uh what are your basically basic tips like you can you can give a list of three or a list of five uh main tips for people who are currently cooped up in in their homes because of the pandemic uh for them to you know maintain a healthy lifestyle
1: yeah um you know, it always comes down to to different things. Um, Exercise is great, regardless if you're cooped up or not. Um, Mm -hmm. Some some exercise as much as you can. Try to get sun. Try to get sun. Um, Open up your windows. You know, let the fresh air in. If you can, go outside. Um, I know some places it's really hard to go outside, but if you can go outside and get out for a walk, get out for a walk. Mm-hmm. Um, and the last thing is do your best to not be isolated completely. Even if, even if you are gonna, you know, Zoom call, Skype call, you know, texts, any of those things that you can do to stay connected to other people is, is really, it's gonna really help you feel better. And, and obviously one of them was a staying in shape thing, but the rest has to do with, you know, mental health, talking to people and getting sun and getting outside and feeling, you know, just feeling alive because isolation really makes you, makes you wonder, you know, if you're even a real person or not just being yeah. isolated. Like, am, am I just imagining myself um, and, you know, but we need, we need feedback from other people that we are real. And, yeah. um, you know, it, and it really does help if we, if we reach out to the people that we
0: care about during these times. Mm-hmm. Okay, so I think I got everything else, um, and I appreciate you, Cleveland, for you know giving me time to to have this short moment wherein I could ask questions for my podcast, and also to help my listeners, um, you know, progress in their daily lives and improve their, um, call it self development or something right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you have anything to promote?
1: Um, yeah, actually. So, um, if you guys are interested in learning more about how boxing can help you, uh, help your mental health, um, go over to my website, www, that's too many W's, www, yeah. three W's. Okay? Yeah, Dot, <laughs> three W's and go to www.healingmits.org. Um, and um, go watch my documentary about how boxing um and the system I created uh through boxing can help people' mental health. Check that out
0: mm, uh, how about your social are uh, are you in social media yes. right now mm-hmm.
1: yeah, um, mostly on Instagram, just go to find me cleveland h fitness on instagram
0: mm-hmm. okay. So, guys, that's Cleveland Hughes, boxing coach, life coach, as I consider it as a life coach, uh, from healingmits.org, right? So, this has been another episode of the Progress Neighborhood Podcast. Uh, Cleveland, don't hang up. I'll get back to you. Um, Just give me a moment, right?